This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the UA Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. I'm Jordana Abraham. Great to be here, Jordana. It's been a while for us. It's been yeah, it's been a couple weeks. We record a lot of the times uh, two in a row. We get ahead, yeah, because we want you, the listener, to have these ready for you on Thursday morning or whenever you're going to listen. We want it just waiting for you in your phone. We do, and um, thank you again for for subscribing and rating and the the amount of. Uh, Reviews we have is amazing. The feedback is unbelievable, but it doesn't stop there. I'm going to remind you guys, okay? I, I, I keep might, bringing you it might up. Be, you might be annoyed that Jared keeps asking you to rate, <laughs> subscribe, and review, but we don't give a shit. I, no, not at all. We're giving you this podcast, so you give us a little, you know, give us a taste. Yeah. That, I'm back from Vegas, so I'm talking real Vegasy. <laughs> give us a taste of the good stuff. Are you ready to rumble? I want to feel you touch that iTunes page. Rate, review, subscribe. What are you doing in Vegas? I, oh, <laughs> what, was, what wasn't I doing in Vegas? I actually met some fans. There were some You Up podcast fans Amazing. that came out to the show, which is unbelievable to hear and see you guys in a place that feels so foreign to me. Um, it is very cool what's going on uh, with this podcast. It seems to be uh, really, you know, touching... Touching a chord with people, right? It's touching you in places you didn't even know Did, existed. Didn't even know you felt good, right? Exactly. It's like a man's anus. We had no idea. <laughs> um, so listen, you guys just keep doing that. Keep spreading the word and keep the one thing that really feels good is when you tag us in your Instagram stories. That's such a good way to spread the good word of the UF yeah, podcast. It always hits the spot. It does because you know what? It's an uninvasive way for you to say, hey, buddies. This is what I get going on on a Thursday morning. Yeah. This is what it. makes me feel good. And I write back. We remember. Oh, I remember. I remember. I, I'm putting hearts back. That I'm really utilizing the heart DM. You're a big yeah. heart DM. I'm a heart DMer. I, I do a thank you now. I'm, I'm learning how to be a social person. Are you? Yeah. I'm, I'm reverting to you. I'll send a message. <laughs> I, I keep going to the heart DM because it's just easy to touch. Remember, you, now the big thing is people send the heart DM by accident and then like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. As if they just called you mom <laughs> by accident. I didn't actually like it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I, didn't, I liked it. I didn't love it. Yeah. I swear. But You'll get some sort of reaction. Don't worry. Um, All right. So you just had a discussion. Or... We won't even get into that. There's, I <laughs> fucked that. Let's do some emails. You ready? Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, okay. So Jared and Jordana, I got recommended the show from someone I was chatting with on a dating app and absolutely fell in love with the show. Not the person. <laughs> that's the. Not the. That's not she not just DM'd page. us no. the heart. Yeah. You guys are great. Keep up the awesome work. I'm a compulsive planner, often buying tickets and putting things in my calendar months in advance, whether I'm in a relationship or not, and whether I have someone to go out with or not. I just love, I just fucking love planning shit. I've dated a woman who hates. <laughs> you can tell this is a dude because he couldn't just say, I love to plan stuff because that would sound a little too feminine for him. I just fucking love planning shit. <laughs> um, I fucking love it. <laughs> I've dated a woman who hates this and love this. I'm sure you can guess uh, this is somewhat correlated to age. But even I know I'm guilty of getting ahead of myself sometimes. So my question is, what is the magic ratio of how long you've dated someone to how long you can plan stuff? 
In the first month or so, it feels weird to plan something beyond the next date. After two months, can you extend uh, to two weeks out? Three months equals three weeks out. Would love to hear your insights. What do you think of this email from, you know, the female perspective? This is a guy yeah. writing in. He's saying he's planning too much and then mm-hmm. he even knows it. Yeah. But he enjoys planning. I've discussed this with um, with a bunch of people, actually, this topic. Before. Okay. With friends, my therapist, um, you know. Just, <laughs> Random hobos on the street. Exactly. Yeah. Gotten input on this from a lot of people. I've heard that the rule of thumb is that you can't plan anything for further out than you've already been seeing each other. I so like if, that rule. So if you've been dating a week, don't plan out anything further than a week. Mm. If you've been dating a month, don't plan out anything further than a month. Three months, three, et cetera. Totally. I think that actually is a pretty good rule of thumb. I think there's some like there's like some room, some wiggle room in there's there. There's gray to all these rules. Yeah. But we, you know, these, this is the line that, you know, where you could look at someone and be like, I'm not being ridiculous. Right. Because you don't want to be like planning a trip that's three months out with a person you've been dating for one month. Th- one month, there's like a 30% chance you won't be with that person. Absolutely. And th- that's just that's just math, people. Yeah. <laughs> it's an exact 30% chance. I did very well in my math yeah. SATs. <laughs> well, I, I would have kind of come back at you with this in this day and age of mm-hmm. there's not defined... There's no DTR. Right. You know, this person might be sitting with someone. What if you're hooking up a month? Mm-hmm. You're not. You're just hooking up. And then this, you know, you're thinking, I got a concert in a month from now. Is that okay? Uh, like, you don't go on dates. You just. You're just hooking up. But you're well, like, I, the only person I would go to this concert with is the person I, you know, whose genitals I keep looking at. So I. I think, sure. Invite them. You know what I mean? Like, But I, you are I getting. Think... Are you getting deeper? Like, is it, is it sending the wrong message? It's a message of some sort. I mean, it's a message that you want to hang out with this person in a non-explicitly sexual context. Yeah. Um, and if you do, then that, and you actually do, then why not? Why not? Why not? I, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying. I, don't, I think maybe it, it says that you want a little bit more than a hookup. This is what I'm wondering. But I think that's fine. Is that well, but let's say you you're know, saying I, like you're, as a, give I'm me playing a, devil's okay, advocate okay. here because I I do get in these situations. I've been in the situation like this guy, but not exactly like we know and we've discussed here. Planning stuff is like catnip for girls. I love it. Women yeah. love a guy coming with a plan. Yeah, as long as it's not like a crazy super. Well, like, as, long as, as long as you're as long as you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> As long as you're hot, or um, or like it's like it it makes sense for the context. No one wants to be like with someone who's planning, like who's inviting you to go away with them, like six months out when you've been dating them three weeks. It says that the person's like a little crazy. Sure, totally. But also, yeah. if the girl, if I know if a girl's into me and I plan mm-hmm. something, I know I'm making that girl more into me. Yeah, she's like that's the happiest she could possibly be. You're putting thought into totally. making a plan. But it's like a magnet. Mm-hmm. You know, if I plan something for someone that's magnet is magnetized towards me, right. they're gonna come closer to me. Yes. And if I plan someone that for something that's magnetized, you know, that we flip the magnets magnets around and they're like kind and they're just like whatever about me, yeah. it pushes them farther away. Right. So it, it kind of works in both ways. Where this guy is seeing that this guy is saying, I love to plan shit. And he's had good experiences and bad experiences with girls and planning shit because mm-hmm. the good ones come with girls that like him. And the, the bad <laughs> ones are coming with girls that are like, I just want to fuck you. Right. Which, I mean, that's fine. I think uh, I think better to plan that shit, suggest that stuff. If they don't want to go with you, you know they're not into yeah. you and you can move on. Guess what? It, it, they're, it, they're not that not into the killers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the killers they're wanting away from. It's you. I've got, yeah, I've gone on like 
I'm definitely like more likely to go on a date with a guy that I'm sort of in the middle with if he plans something really cool for close to the date that I'm like talking about. For sure. I think that's a guy like what took me on like a second date to like a Billy Joel concert. And I thought the guy was okay, but I really like Billy Joel. And it's New York City. <laughs> and Billy Joel, like, if for those that don't live here, like, yeah. he has residency at Madison Square Garden. So it's like, you're like, Billy Joel. But, like, if you live in the city, you're like, yeah, Billy Joel's here every five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to see Billy Joel. You pop in and yeah, see yeah. Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden. But the, this is kind of the thing of being a guy. It's like mm-hmm. the, you know, a girl can be taken advantage of and... and in certain ways and yeah. a guy can be taken yeah, advantage no, of in certain sure. ways. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the ways that guys feel afraid of getting taken advantage of. And so I they can don't feel... want to like put too much money and time and Shh. thought into planning shit. If the girl's like not going to put out, is that what you're saying? It's not put <laughs> out, but if it's not, it's not even put out. It's yeah. I, I, that's not even <laughs> fair, <laughs> but it's not in my mind. It's like, Oh, I just, I, it is somewhat a vulnerable position for a man to right. say, I want to roll out the red carpet for you. I want to put this amount of money into you and our time together. And then for you to be like, tell you know, the embarrassing part to a guy is that you go to your friends and be like, this fucking idiot keeps bringing me to Billy Joel concerts. And I ain't even fucking him. <laughs> and then you guys all like, you know, drink from your champagne glass and laugh. And laugh. Evilly, yes, yeah. Loser. <laughs> More pancakes for the table. <laughs> you know, so like I that is where this guy is kind of right. going you with this question. I think that's what he's getting at is like How do I know that I'm not I an think, idiot? Right. It's I think really, you've got to really Okay, you've got to see how much the girl wants to hang out with you outside of these these things i wouldn't be that totally. wouldn't be the first i wouldn't take a girl on a second date to something really cool take them on a, a to a, a night do a normal nice amount of planning and then once you feel like the person's really into you then you can plan to and also you have to put yourself in a position to be hurt to have good stuff mm-hmm. so like this guy like if you enjoy someone's company enough you have i think this guy has to st- stop separating the plan from the person right you have to say, hey, I enjoy this person's company so much that I need to see what a concert is like with them. Like, oh, or you I know think who? Great, would probably concert probably be really fun with that person because you really like hanging out with them. T- totally. You know who would make this better? So and so. I mean, but you have to think the opposite is true. So for every, you know, plus side, there's a negative side. So for right. this guy, if you're gonna plan something for someone you're half into understand that you didn't just want to see a con you can't just walk away being like well i just want to see a concert that person is going to invest more in you because you've just invested more in that so it's like if you say hey want to go in this concert in a month to someone that you've been just fucking for the last month right. understand they're like oh we're we're in a different place than we were this is something right. i've had to they're going to take that as a, a as a as a, a well, the one signal. one they take it as a signal that they want to be still seeing you in a month sure which is not an obvious thing if you've been dating someone for a short amount of time or just fucking or just seeing right. each other in like the the nighttime hours right but i mean if you want to see if you like see it sounds like this guy really likes doing that shit regardless right and he just wants someone to do it with mm. in some sense you can't do that though i've i've learned the hard way I I've, I mean I've been in that position. I'll, I'll uh, I've been the type of guy, and I've stopped doing this in my my older eighty year old years here. Okay. I, I I've stopped. I've pulled myself away from doing this because I do have fun with certain people. But then I'm like, yeah, this is just what it was. But it's not. Before there's before brunch and after brunch in every relationship. After you take someone to brunch. B B B <laughs> and A B. Okay, because I'm just saying. Well, this has happened to me where I'll go out with a girl, we'll hook up, and then I'll wake up the next day and I'll be like, my friends are all 
in relationships or something. I'll, I'll kind of, like as a single person, you, you have a lot of alone time, and that's not to sound right. sad or anything. That's just the reality. Yeah. And so I'll wake up and I'll be like, I, I can hang. I got nothing to do. And they'll be like, oh, really? let's go. And I'll be like, yeah, let's go do breakfast. And we'll go do breakfast, and then you're there for breakfast. And then it's all of a sudden you're on a 13-hour hang. Yeah, because, I mean, in some some crazy twisted world, a girl thinks that if you want to hang out with her um, soberly and not while having sex, you might be re- kind of interested in her. But this is the that thing. That might be a signal. <laughs> I'm saying this is, you, you say this sarcastically, <laughs> but but how much? You know, I'm right. into them enough to, let, yeah, let's keep this fun time going. To them, and you're right, mm-hmm. it's saying, oh, this person sees me as a viable option for, you know, mm-hmm. way more. And I think there's somewhere in between. That that right. Well, mean. I think girls can get ahead of themselves. But I think that um, as, a, as a person dating, you're, dating is really just about interpreting signals constantly. Sure. The signals coming at you. and This is a signal this guy's because, giving. Right. Because, again... People in with dating rarely, if ever, say what they actually want or what they're actually thinking. Sure. It's just a world of like interpreting signals like you're fucking deaf and blind. So I think, yeah, that's something. If a girl is like, and as a girl, you just constantly kind of, kind of like almost like you're doing like a little measuring count in your head of like, yeah, he like took two hours to text me back, but then he, we made me breakfast the next day. We went to brunch sure. after this hookup. And then why would he, if, you know, we hooked up and then he, he called me and then but like why would he call me it's like just a whole bunch of like of like a almost like a chart totally like into me not into me like he loves me he loves me not that's like a very real simplified version of this that. is totally normal in a world and mm-hmm. kind of why you know where we're talking about planning and stuff and you're saying okay if it's been a week you get a week to plan out mm-hmm. in a world with no def- definitions we have to constantly be wondering what each step means even more right so i i mean i'll tell you a a story that might, might make me sound disgusting in my <laughs> most most of your stories most of the stories do it might end all the dms i've been getting from this podcast right now uh, I've da- i dated a girl who was like who's now i would consider a friend okay, okay. and uh you know i reference her a lot because i you know the evolution of our hangout has gone from like met on an app uh hung out hooked up stopped ha- hooking up gone to like now been friends for a while and okay. now she's you know on her with a guy, you know, engaged. But I, I reference her because it gives a lot of good examples for all this stuff because we've been through the evolution of love and hate and all that stuff. Right. And I remember when we were hooking up, um, I had woken up the next day and I was just like hanging, you know? And she was hanging, she was cool with it. And we're and at one point, um, she had this headboard and the headboard you know, like some of the head the female headboards are kind of like wiry sometimes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sort of. Do you know what, we know what a headboard is. I know what is. a headboard okay, is, so, yeah. So the back of the bed. And I'm picturing actual wire. So it's not wire. It's like It was like uh, wrought iron. Okay. Oh, so yeah. So okay. I, at one point, we're joking around, and I flip up my legs, on the, and I hold the wrought iron with my toes, and I let out a huge fart. Okay. <laughs> and I remember this? Yeah, on purpose. I flipped up my legs and put them behind my ears. I thought maybe, though, it just happened in the moment as you were flailing about <laughs> That's what I do in the morning. I flail. (laughs) Huge fart. And she starts laughing hysterically, but also like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. I was just fucking around. Like I would fuck around with a friend, you know? And then, you know, we're laughing, laughing, whatever. And it feels, it's just dumbest, most ridiculous thing ever. 
and someone right now is listening being like, what a fucking animal. And somebody else is listening being like, well, you, of course, got married next. Okay. <laughs> you know? And we hung out there. And I remember when we had ended, uh, there was this, like, talk of, like, that day of, like, you pra- – and she was like, you practically moved in. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was I going to think of where this was going? Right. And I kind of looked back. I was like, oh, yeah. I've somewhat treated you – you know – I treated you in that situation as someone that it was going to get way more serious. Right. And I could understand in, you know, this whole idea of like women are always like, oh, I don't want to be crazy. You're not crazy. You've just extrapolated from these situations. You're counting the signals of of into me versus not into me. That graph that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So, and and I kind of like, I had that moment as like a huge... That's a, a a very weird moment, but one that sticks out because of how ridiculous it is. Of like, oh, Jared, you can't do that. You know, as a right. message to this guy. I mean, as a human. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, this is yeah. a very special yes, example I, <laughs> that I. It's so funny. Like you're using this moment of like you farting like loudly in an absurd way in front of a girl to be like the ultimate romantic gesture as if like <laughs> as if is. you had just like brought your parents in to meet her in the middle yeah. of like this, a Saturday hungover. Like <laughs> to me. <laughs> Aggressive fart is on the same level, oh, same level of parent parents. me. Yeah. 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 But I, I do this for the <laughs> listeners. It's okay. for you people. And But it's to say to this guy, and if you're a man listening out there, that what, what seems as just a concert to you isn't a concert to someone else. That is them look. So you have to They're look. Reading into it. Yeah. Reading into it. So for this guy, you can't just love fucking planning shit. <laughs> And have that exist in a vacuum. Right. And if you, I think if you really, if you like someone, then be like, hey, like I know, then you have to make it like, there's a way to present, you can do the same activity and present it as like a way of showing someone you get, you really care about them or as a way of, of really downplaying that and letting them know it's just a fun thing. Here's, here's how that, let's say you have, you have tickets to the killer. Sure. Um, You can either say, hey, like I know that you love the killers and like i thought it'd be really great um i really want to buy get tickets for us for this concert like would you want to go with me i think we could have a lot of fun that's saying i thought about you you're the person i thought this would be the best right i really like i care about you i want to have fun with you or you could say hey uh, i happen to i have an extra ticket to this concert like um might go with some friends but like or do you want to come? Or like, hey, I have an extra ticket. Do, would you want to come with me? If, mm. you're, if, you're, if you have nothing else going on, as if you're going anyway and you would bring someone else to- if it wasn't them. <laughs> make them feel like shit. <laughs> no, not to make them feel like shit, but just make it seem like much more casual than, than I went out of my way to like totally. thoughtfully pick this thing for you. And I think girls, again, as we're always calculating shit in our minds, are going to like... We're going to not only care about the gesture, but the way it's presented. And we're going to pay attention to that. I think that's really fair. And I think that's good advice to guys where it's like, you know, if you have tickets to a concert, you can find someone to go with. Yeah. You know, so I would say to this guy, if you're like into planning stuff, maybe you plan behind the scenes a little bit more. Letting a girl know you planned and planning are kind of two different things. They are. It's, it, it, and it's all in what you're saying, the way to present it. So mm-hmm. I would say like as a guy... You can say, hey, I really want to go to A, B, and C concert, okay? Um, I'm going to get the tickets because I want to go. Right. And then I would say if you're under, if you're not defined as a relationship yet, why don't you present things the day before? Right. Or the and, week, a few well, days before. a few days before. Sure. I'm yeah. saying like, give, don't, do like a, not, it, it's a not last minute plan that's presented as last minute. Right. Hey, 
Um, I've had these tickets for a while. Um, I've had a few friends that I've thought of going with, but they all are busy. Would love for you to come with me. Right. And that at least is like, okay, you're fourth on the list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're trying to show someone that you're not really like ready to like go there, then sure. yeah, that's a good way to present it. That's a, that's, a, that's a way of saying how you really feel. That's a way of saying, hey, I'm, you're, you're in fourth place <laughs> on the list of yeah. people, but fourth is better than twelfth. Yeah, it's kind of it's like you how you say to like for I think for girls you give a lot of advice about like how to ask a guy out. You sure. want to make it casual. Like I'm doing this thing anyway. If you want to jump in, like that'd be great. Up if you to don't, you. like someone like that's a good way to say. And if if you're in a casual state of dating, that's probably the way to do it. And and the other thing is you can a year from now if you guys are together, you can say to her, "Remember when we went to that concert? I always wanted to go with you." You know, you can always right. retroactively yeah. be the prince charming that you were. Exactly. You know, you could always look back and be like, I actually was, you know, I was hoping that we'd be serious enough, and we weren't yet. And I think that's a nice enough thought to mm-hmm. give someone, like, you can give someone the behind-the-curtains moment where it's like, and, and it's easier to go back than it is to look forward. That's true. And it's, so it's a lot easier for you to look back and go, I was thinking of you when I bought the tickets, but I didn't want to be too much, so I just wanted to, like, make sure that things were working out in that way, and I know I said this, but this is how I really yeah, felt. Yeah, once you've, like, once you've, you're past that stage of dating where you can just like say whatever the fuck you want. Definitely. But you can always do that. You can't go the other yeah, way. You can't take it back. You, you can't, you can't start with the earnest gesture and then be like, Oh, that was creepy. I, I was just fucking around. Dial it back. No, yeah. No one gives right. you that benefit. Press of the, the doubt. like button by accident. <laughs> yeah. This, exactly. But this is, this is, I think we've just saved this person's life. Yeah. You know, you can't, and it, a lot of girls do this where it's like, I want to, I think we're serious, but I'm not really sure where it stands, but I want to do this thing with this specific guy, maybe pushing it off and, and saying afterwards going, I was always thinking of right. you instead of, Hey, we should go to this thing in six months. And now it's like, Oh, this hookup of a month now right. has now a I moment have to where like stay with you for the next, <laughs> stay with you or I have to end this now. Yeah. And fuck you with those tickets. Hope you can sell them on, you know, eBay. Or some shit. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. 
Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some more emails. Okay. UUP at Betches.com. You can send in anything you'd like. UUP at Betches.com. Uh, also, go on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. I'm going to keep pushing it. We're just going to keep doing it. Because you're I gonna be, go... You're going to be dreaming that yeah. someone just screaming, rate, review, rescribe. And, and, re- rescribe. Rescribe. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> and a lot of people, if you're listening right now and you're like, I'll do it someday... You're fucking us. The day is okay? now. Okay? The day is now. You've been fucking us for a long time. Your time has come. And, and that's how seriously I take it. Jared's going to find you. He has access <laughs> to everyone listening and not I, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. I know who you are. And a lot of you are sending me messages over DM saying, help me with this situation. I forgot the email. If you forgot this fucking email, you got to get some shit straight. <laughs> it's so, you, you, P, you at, up at Betches.com. There it is. You, you, P at Betches.com. Let's do another email. You ready? Yep. Hi, Betches slash Double J. I like the Double J. Yeah, we get that a lot. J squared, Double J. I like it. I'm into it. I like the relationship that's building with this audience. I'm writing to you guys because I love your insight and honesty. I'm an avid listener and slightly nervous by putting myself out there like this, but here goes nothing. I'm a single 26-year-old girl in Baltimore trying to navigate through this dating world. In most aspects of my life, things are really great. I have a lot to offer and hoping to meet a great guy, but always feel like there's something that's holding me back. According to whoever the fuck dubbed us average, I'm an average female in size. What is, the, I mean, what is she saying? I think is there she's an average like size for female? Is like, I don't know what that size is like statistically, but okay. there isn't, I mean, I assume it's just not like has not an average BMI. Okay. <laughs> like not obese. <laughs> Yeah. Not super thin. Like she's not on my six hundred pound life. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out. Yeah, like, I think it just means like literally average build. Okay. If you think about it, the average Fine. female build. I, and also, I don't know. Women are so obsessed with this average thing. Mm-hmm. The whole idea of like basic and right. average. Average it, is great. It's great. Yeah. What are we? Why? I, and women especially are obsessed with this. Like, I'm basic, but I'm not basic. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Where they have I to do. call right. themselves out for being basic just for doing everyday things? Right. Well, I think it's just like it's considered like a little societally lame to love all the basic shit. But like, 
That's I only mean, because the internet lets us I don't see care. each other's lives. So we just realize, oh, surprise, we do the same fucking shit. We do shit. the same shit. I mean, I don't really okay. give a shit. I wear Uggs and I go to Starbucks. I wear Uggs it's too. It's like, you know, it's all. Guys want a basic girl. Let's, let's get real here. Yeah, it just means like a consumer. Like yeah. modern consumer. <laughs> I just hate the apology yeah. that that elevates you above the regular right. people. I know. I think this girl is just referring to size, but I do I'm know not, what you're I'm, saying. I'm not. This is me tangenting. Yeah, you know yeah. who's not basic? The Unabomber. Yeah. Not basic at all. Not basic bi- bitch. <laughs> not wearing Uggs. Yeah. Um, not going to Starbucks, living in a hut in the middle of, the, of nowhere. No one, no one wants to date No, I don't want to be with the Unabomber. Exactly. Uh, Okay, I, yeah, but I, I'm not saying that she's saying, I'm just saying it's putting me in this mindset. According to whoever the fucked up is, is average, I'm an average female in size, although I would consider myself thicker than that. Ooh, daddy-like. Uh, my <laughs> my plight in life is my weight. Welcome to the club. Uh, I would not say I'm fat. Welcome to the club again. Although I call myself a fat turd on days I'm feeling especially like shit. Welcome to the club again. But I would never say I'm thin either. Welcome to the club again. Well, unfortunately, because of this. Jared, did you write this letter? I think I wrote this. <laughs> I call myself thick all the time. Unfortunately, because of this, I feel like it's harder for me to find guys. But I also feel like I self-sabotage at times, too. For example... When I'm out at a bar or meeting friends and a cute guy talks to me, my immediate thought is, which friend is he trying to get to through me? All my friends are babes and thin, so why would he be into me? It happened this weekend when a guy was talking to me, super cute and nice, naturally talking to me about his hair as I am a hairstylist, easy, easy go-to for dudes. Give the guy more credit than that. Um, I noticed myself cutting the uh, conversations short and possibly appearing disinterested because in my head I was just thinking to myself, no fucking way he would want to address you right now. Uh, I feel like it's easier for me to be short and give guys an out than give my hopes up that he could be into me. Other than therapeutic things like you're beautiful at any size or be nicer to yourself, do you guys have any input on how I can interact with the male species without letting what I think they think of how I look interfere? P.S. Jared, I might be a perfect for you. Tend to lose, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she knows me too well. She what knows. do you think of she this is email? You. Maybe it's yeah, okay this is if me. You wrote the email in for you know. Yeah, I wrote this to try and connect with our female audience, yeah. but just know that men have these same feelings as well. Yeah. What do we think? Um, I understand, I think I totally understand that, that mentality. I think a lot of girls that like we speak to, it's like a pervasive thing Yeah. with girls not thinking they're thin enough or pretty enough sure. or letting that. And I think a lot of the times, maybe if you have, if you're with, if your friends are a lot thinner than you, you definitely like everything is about is relative, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're with people who are much thinner than you, you're going to feel fatter just like naturally I, I but i don't i'm mean, not that that's to say you shouldn't hang out within people yeah i think i really think it's a kind of cliche but it really is like if you think you're hot other people will too yeah i know that's like kind of it's very easier said than done i don't think that's like i i understand her frustration with the like don't tell me i'm gonna be beautiful at any size that's not that helpful well society right now with like mm-hmm. you know the, the 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 curve generation that's out there right now i can understand why she would be annoyed with that Right. Where it's like, love yourself and stop letting other people tell you how to feel. And it's like, fucking relax. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like shit some days too. And that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy Schumer has like a great joke that is like very on brand with, because this is a very female email right. to me. Because men very rarely admit 
to being the ugly dude of their friends. And I'm not saying she's saying that, but I'm saying... Well, I mean, she is saying she feels like her friends are... are hot. Whether that's true or not, obviously. It doesn't really matter. It matters what she thinks. But guys are more willing to think that I'm someone specific type than I'm in fifth place in the group. Really? So guys are just far less self-aware? Felt or way too confident. Every I'm sure guys in a group though are always like, "There's one guy that that." Gets we know alive. the good looking yeah. dude, but I'm saying we know the good looking dude, but I'm funny. Right. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. So right. like, I I I just think that guys are we. I mean, we are ego filled, confident maniacs, mm-hmm. but that sometimes works in our favor because we're at the bar, and if a girl comes talks to me, I get to me. I I never think, well, she's trying to get to the hot dude. I would think, and I'm just telling you the animalistic version of me. I would think, oh, wow, I must be her cup of tea. I must be nailing it. My right. mom thinks I'm good looking, so she must think I'm good looking. Right. And and for because there's a Schumer joke. I don't know what special she did it on, and it's so funny because I remember hearing it and being like that because women. I I just noticed you know who's laughing at that, and it was this joke. I I don't want to fuck it up, but it was like she was like, ever have one of those days where you're like. I'm gorgeous today. Yeah. And it's like, and, and you see, the, it's something like that. I don't want to fuck up her joke because she's awesome, but I'm, <laughs> I, because someone might be like, well, that's, uh, it's, what are, you, whatever the joke you're, is. You're, it, you're prefacing it by it, saying it, you're going to fuck it up. It reminds me of this email. Right. Of this, like, you know, women are so much more in tune with like the day and how they feel and how that relates to how they look. Mm-hmm. I don't, we have, men have that too, but I just don't, you know, do it on a daily basis. Maybe I'll have confident days and not confident days, but the not confident days, if a girl comes to talk to me, I'm going, man, I guess the day just changed. Right. You know, so I, I, what she's saying, I, I just don't, for me, I'm, I'm going to ask you to look into your inner dude and understand that every guy has a type. And if they're talking to you or they've gotten over the hill that it takes to climb to talk to a girl, there's a reason he's doing that. Right. He's into a thicker chick. He saw you, noticed you, wanted to talk to you, or he happened to talk to you, and now you're at the show, and you better start performing, bitch. Right. So it's like you, and if you think a guy's cute, you have to have a little bit more in yourself to say, hey, he's talking to me, and guys generally don't go through the friend to talk to the girl that they want to talk to. Mm -hmm. If they're going to make that choice, they're making that choice right Right. now. I feel like most guys aren't talking to you. Don't talk. Don't really generally talk a lot to girls that they're not interested in. Totally. We're not doing things for our health. Right. They're not like most guys aren't just like in the networking game when out at a bar. No. And and also (laughs) we're going to go. It just we don't think of like, let me go through the friend. Here's the other thing about our egos. We think that if we talk to you, you'll like us too much to tell your friend that we like them. We would never do that. We would never self sabotage. uh, Yeah, exactly. So if a guy's talking to you, know that you're in the game and you should have the confidence of, and whatever you look like, you're his type. Right. And I think it's important to remember that, like, just kind of like like you were just saying, um, maybe your thing isn't that you feel like you're the hottest in the group. Like a guy thinks, yeah, I'm not the hottest, but I'm the funniest. Or I'm like the, whatever. Like, no girl feels like she's the best across all boards. I'm kind of like, I can't really dress for shit, but like, so if someone's looking for the most stylish girl, like that's not going to be me. But you should have something where you're like, oh, like yeah, I'm I'm like above average and I'm pretty great in this thing, and like that's what I, that's something I really have to offer, and I'm confident even because of that. More to that point, there are guys masturbating to feet. 
<laughs> okay? Yeah. You're, and, and I know, this isn't to make her feel bad because I, listen, I'm into this type of girl. So I, I, mm-hmm. I love, I, I, I get down, you know, with, with the curve Jen, okay? But I'll say to her, you're somebody's foot. <laughs> somebody's foot. You're somebody's foot. Remember that. I'm just saying, like the guy came up to you because he had some sort of instinctual attraction to you. And on, honestly, people are born gay. People are. I think people are born feet. You know, people are born into being attracted. I can't believe that someone all of a sudden just got into feet. Like I, I can't. Right. You know what I mean? I, there's something that was innate in them that they masturbate to feet porn now. Yeah. I'm not saying that's every guy, but I'm saying he's also masturbating to you porn. Not the website, but like whatever you are, you're a version of, of right. another version. I think you're, yeah, your assumption is that guys only want like this thin girl. Who this is what like I'm saying. A, right, who looks like a certain type of person when really like that's, I think that sexuality is much more like meta than that. Obviously, totally. there's like. I say the foot thing for the, yeah. the, for the laugh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, but like I, I, I think the metaphor works because I just like the farting example, it's got to stick out in your brain. Right. Because nothing, I can never tell you, Jordana and I can never tell someone how to feel. Mm-hmm. We can never tell you to feel more confident. We can never, that's why we're not fucking idiots that make memes that say, love yourself every day. Because we're more realistic than that. So what we're saying to you is at a certain point of high emotion where you're like, I'm not the thinnest in this group. I'm not the that in this group. Uh, try and remember that you're a foot. Right, and you are the something. <laughs> You're the group. something You're of this the group. You're the something of this group. So that's what you have to lean on. And if a guy is talking to you, and I'll say this, for as a guy who has approached a girl, you know, a thicker girl, I get this a lot where they'll be like, they're kind, they put up this wall of this like, go fuck yourself before you, they'll let you in. And it's a confidence play. Because mm-hmm. they're saying, I'm not confident enough to talk to you to get hurt. And if if you they're I need to put up a, a little they put up a wall right totally and it happens all the time and mm-hmm. it, and you have to break through that with like shut the fuck up right. you know I'm just talking to you as a person and just you know hanging out and because there's some sort of interest here so guys do notice it and it's annoying. And I feel like it's a hugely it's with guys and going out. It's about your attitude, the attitude of the girl they're talking to. Is she fun? Is she like having fun? Or is she like worried about, you know? And you want to be like, you, you know, the, well, I, I bring this analogy up a lot or this metaphor, whatever the fuck it is. Guys want to be the hunter. And we want to kill a lion that does that's hard to kill. So if you're sitting there being like, like a dead lion, like, ugh, whatever. You don't want to be with me. So who the fuck cares? Right. Then it feels like, you know, okay. Then it's like if you're you going hunting in the zoo. Yeah. And then I don't want to fucking kill you either. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I think for this girl, you, you know, it, just like you said, confidence, mm-hmm. you know, it breeds, it breeds guys to, that are into you. And if a guy is talking to you, you know, my brother always says this to me, like, you got to go, like I do this when I do shows. If the audience sucks, you can't let them know that. Right. You got to fucking go perform as if you don't know who's there and who's going to walk away being a new fan. So this is kind of the position she's in. If a guy is talking to you, he's at the show. Give him the fucking show. Don't pass him along or be short because you think, well, he's trying to get to better shows. No. Right. He bought the fucking ticket. You should, you should always assume that he's interested in talking to you. If he's totally. not, you'll, get, you'll live. You'll live. Right. And, but better to assume yes than assume no. And it's back to the advice of like, you might get hurt. Yeah. That happens. That's life. And you'll keep going and you'll be fine. 
Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Let's go. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do one more. We got some time Let's here. Let's do it. Okay. I'm 25 and currently in a long term relationship. I've been in this relationship for, oh, I'm sorry. I missed the intro. First of all, I love the podcast. You guys are great. I thought something, was, did, mi- yeah, something, I thought was, something missing. was missing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I needed that. Anyway. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> finally, I'm hard. Now you can read. I'm 25 and currently in a long-term relationship. I've been in this relationship for two years now, and I absolutely love this girl. We live together. But I know I'm not in love with her and that we definitely won't get married. Yeesh. One. Is Living it- together. <laughs> Is it worth staying with someone you love um, but are not in love with, knowing it won't eventually go anywhere? Is it a waste of time that you can better spend meeting more people in the hopes of finding the person you want to marry? And two, ending things would mean I have to completely uproot my life, move out, make things weird with our mutual friends, etc. <laughs> At one point, is the comfort of just being in a relationship not worth it anymore if it's not going anywhere? Thanks, Sam. Sam. Can I give Sam some hard truths? Yeah, I mean, Sam, Sam looks like he needs some, some help Well, here. Sam, go read this email to your girlfriend that you're living with and see how easy it is to live with her then. Yeah, yeah I don't see this going anywhere, but, you know, pass. can you go get more toothpaste? <laughs> but, like, I <laughs> but I love you. But I love you. Love you, babe. 
He's got to move out. He's got to end it. Yeah. Just I do mean, it now. He knows the answer to that. He just... You're... <sighs> would and you I move guess... in with a guy that you didn't think you were going to marry? No, I wouldn't. You I wouldn't? Think I, would de- I think maybe he maybe he moved in with her and, and thought that he could, and then something changed. I think... New, I York, City, of... New York City, it happens here more than yeah. any other place where people move rent in for so the rent. Rent is fucking expensive. Yeah. And, but I don't yeah. think that's a normal thing. Right. Let's not make that the norm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's a thing that a lot of people, a lot of people, maybe guys more so than girls, I'm not really sure... They move in with someone and they're comfortable and they love the person. The person's like their friend. They've been with them for a long time. They feel like they get along really well with them. But they're like, I feel like this isn't like the one. Well, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll say, we sleep at each other's place every night anyways. And they use that as their crutch into moving in together. Right. Which I think is the biggest load of fucking bullshit in the entire. We sleep at each other's place anyways. Might as well make a huge financial decision together right. and not get married and not be thinking of that person as, you know, it, it is okay to move in with someone and be like, hey, we're going to see how this dynamic works to get to the next yeah, level. Yeah, I would definitely never marry someone without living with them first. This is what I'm saying. Right. This is exactly, this mm-hmm. is why I asked the question because right. I don't think, I mean, I feel the same way, but I think a lot of people, so that they don't get hurt, they bring up another reason that is more mathematical Mm -hmm. instead of the reason of, Hey, let's test this out to see if we should get engaged. Right. You know, and because the, the, let's see if we should get engaged is a more real thing. That's weighing yourself and seeing the number. Yeah. That's scarier (laughs) prospects. Yeah. yeah. But the other way is like, five out of seven we're already doing this anyways why don't we just go seven out of seven no bitch that is not the reason you moved in together that's not that's bullshit mm-hmm. and, and, and now you're fucked and now you're right, fucked right, right and now you're living with someone that you love but you don't love enough to ever get married to right i read actually a really interesting i think new york times article about this where it was like this statistically speaking you're much more likely to like wind up together long term or your relationship is much more likely to be successful if you make those like relation next relationship decisions like Mm. not based on any of the shit that you were just talking about like if you make those decisions based on like this is where we are in our relationship i feel like i want to move ahead and like you're thinking about it in that way and you're like making it based on something that has nothing to do with your external circumstances you're much more likely to like be lasting as a couple oh my god i mean i see this with friends Mm. i've seen friends get married and divorced so I've watched uh, how they entered into the move-in mm-hmm. discussion. And this, like relationships are way more practical than they are romantic. And I know that sucks to hear and believe, and that makes you a more cynical person. But the practicality of, hey, I don't – right now I'm enjoying our time. We're very much together. But I want to see if I would want to get engaged to you, so I think we should live together. That's a pretty practical thing to say to someone that makes it a lot less fucking romantic. But the other side of it was like, we're spending every night together. And then we thought, well... We're paying an absurd amount. We're paying. (laughs) And we need... I think we should just take the chance and see what happens. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not what this is all about. You want to see if this is a person you can stand with. And for this guy, Sam, you figured it out. Time to take that next step, and that's ending that shit. Because the longer you're living with this person, the longer she's getting and not getting ahead of herself, she's planning the next steps of your lives. Yeah, and you're wasting her time. It's not nice. It's not nice. I think, like, if she knew that, if she knew that you had no intention of ever getting married, I don't think she'd want to be with you either. So, I I mean, like, you can tell her exactly, you said read the email to her. Like, tell her, 
you can love someone but not think that they're like inevitably the person that you should be with forever which is fine but like the only wrong thing about that is sort of like not letting that person know that yeah i i mean mm-hmm. i've i talk about this a lot and i'll i want to reiterate it mm-hmm. the age at first marriage has risen since 1990 like four four years for women three years for men that's a big change yeah so those three years, those four years are going to be a lot of okay relationships that aren't the one right? because we're waiting these out. Our parents just got together and then got divorced. You're pushing that. You know, instead of having that bigger divorce moment, you're having a smaller moment where it's like, I got to move out. Right. And that's the, what you're faced with. And you're faced with a lot more great people that aren't the per- person. Yeah. So and you, for, just, you just got to be a man. You just got to. Do it. It's going to be annoying. It's going to be shitty for a little bit. I love this sentence he writes. Gonna... Ending things would mean I would have to completely uproot my life, move out, and made things weird with our mutual friends. Yeah. You know what's even weirder for your mutual friends? Having to deal with you fucking together that's not that good. Yeah. No. None of your friends are also going to give a shit. They don't give a shit. They just want you to be happy no one, and not, yeah. not awkward to hang out with. Exactly. No one really cares. Like, what, No one's really that invested in anyone else's relationship. I think people like overestimate that. Like, what will people think? Like, what are, like, no one gives a shit about anyone. But they're going to think about really. themselves eating, <laughs> fucking, and being able to retire at some point. That's exactly. what they're going to think. They're going to think it's interesting news. We're all and- the star of our own movie. Exactly. So we all think that, but no, you know, honestly, the real, the real thing is no one gives a shit. It's true. I have a friend who d- did that with the guy, and then she was just like, I could spend like the next three years with him, but um, mm-hmm. I don't like. This isn't going to be, I don't want to, I don't want to commit to this for the rest of my life. And what's the point? And, and it is going to suck. Yeah. It's going to suck. But the only time uh, we have beneficial change is when it sucks first. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll do it with, with comedy. I'll bring it back to something that has nothing to do with love. When I tell when I'm trying to get a joke ready, it bombs, it bombs, it bombs, it gets better, it gets better. And the only way it gets better is for me to feel the bomb. So the only way this guy's life gets better is to feel the fucking hurt of looking at someone as you're moving boxes out of their apartment. Right. Or you could like, you could, you know, you could stay, you could marry her, have a mediocre life. Be yeah. fine. <laughs> Spend the next five years. You're going to have to do it now or you you're going to have to do it in five years. You might as well do it now. You can be resenting a kid that looks a little bit like you and a little bit like her. <laughs> exactly. Just wondering why they weren't first in the karate class and blaming her athletic ability. <laughs> That's what you could do. No, it's really, it's the thing. It's like you could, you could... You could go through life feeling like okay about everything, or you could go be like a go through like a painful experience and then feel much better. Yeah. So, like you said, move out, buddy. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. 
That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. I like that we're getting, we're going to do a couple games, but these were sent in by listeners. These were. I love these especially. So if you have a game that we want to play, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Let's play them real quick because we got to end this episode. All right. Would you go on a second date if the person was part of a multi-level marketing program and put it all over their social media i so love you know this that, one you know what that is right it's so it's basically like you make jewelry what, what's you're the like, jewelry one you're like i've seen a lot of things for like these like eyelash like the eyelash things, ones like yeah. it'll make your eyelash and then you get like a you get you get some money if people like buy it off of your it's like a pyramid scheme yeah well there's the thing. eyelash one there's the shake one. Oh yeah there's the uh road and fields mm-hmm. what's that one is that, that's just lotions and then they, they're always... What if it's just a Fab Fit Fun box? <laughs> They've sponsored my podcast, so I, I think that's you a great product. <laughs> um, but marry I, her. Yeah, marry her. Um, the one I see, Road and Fields, apparently everyone just gets Mercedes at some point. They, yeah. They're always posting. That's why everyone around you, everyone you know owns a Mercedes. Everyone's got a Mercedes. I mean, they're never working, always working. Yeah. The Road and Fields people suck the most, I think. I mean, yeah. Who's your least favorite multi-level marketing? <laughs> this is a great know. conversation because it is funny to think there's really so t- many multi-level marketing I'm companies. I'm not entirely sure what the definition is. Is it the... Is it's it the idea the that, that you sell whatever bullshit they're selling and you convince other people to sell that bullshit with you as their boss. Okay. I feel like those... Are those still as big as they were? I feel like I used to see them a lot more. I, I agree with you. I do feel like I've seen Maybe them a it's because people realize that like everyone thinks you're a freak and no one buys that shit. The weirdest part is when you see your friend doing it that's never been on social media before, and then all of a sudden they're putting eyelash shit like, out there. They probably think they're just going to make like a shit ton of money. They need their Mercedes. Of course they're getting it on social media. Would you date that person? Um, <laughs> that sucks for me to answer because I put out a lot of shit. You're going to have to buy a lot of rodent. Tons of lotions. <laughs> tons yeah. of fit tea. Um, I... As someone who posts a lot on social media, because like if someone was with me, they would have to deal with my tweets, mm-hmm. Instagram posts, Instagram stories, Snap stories, Facebook posts. Like I put out a lot of shit, but I always have the mindset of ABF. Always be funny. Okay. So, so I'm hoping that they think it's more funny than annoying. For them, theirs is just the form. Someone saying, put it up in this way at this juncture right. of the day. They're giving a formula. So... I, I think anyone who does this stuff is looking for an easy way out, and I don't think they have a, a, right. a as cynical a view of life that I do. So I would say <laughs> I, that's optimistic. a deal breaker. Yeah, they're too well. They yeah. think, oh, I'll just post it, and yeah. people love me, so they'll put. You know, I think, I, I'm out on that. I think it's a deal breaker just because I feel like I need to be with a guy who makes enough money that this isn't that appealing <laughs> sounding to him. <laughs> This isn't. Or that it's not as enticing as like I don't. It's just this isn't a lotto ticket for them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah not you don't like, want this. Yeah, like they need to be a like a, a level above that. Well, to do this, and I think of this with any side hustle. I hate the side hustle term mm-hmm. because to have a side hustle that means you have to be half as good at all your jobs. Right. Mediocre so, at a few things. Yes, yes. Rather than really great at your one thing. Exactly. So I'm out on this person. Okay. Right. So we have another one. Would you go on a from Andrea? Right Red around. flag or deal breaker kisses their family on the lips, not in a sexual way, but for an example, I kiss my family on the cheek when I say hi or bye. When some families kiss on the lips, and then she writes, "Gross." So I guess that's a red flag for Andrea. I think she brings this up because of the Tom Brady thing that recently happened. 
What? Oh, with he where he kissed his son. He kissed his son on the lips. That was a creepy video. Um, I'm a Tom Brady fan, so yeah. anything he does is God. Now it's, you're now you're kissing your. I'm kissing on the lips. Family. Yeah. <laughs> my brother saw him in Vegas. I don't think it'd be a deal goodbye. <laughs> kiss French kiss my brother. That's what it's we like did. Like that SNL skit of the kissing family. Have you ever seen that? I have seen that. It's very funny. It makes me, it's very funny. It makes me very uncomfortable, but it's it's great. Um, yeah, I think it'd be a red flag. I would hope. I mean, I just we, I try not to see their family that often. I'm a big kiss on the cheek family. <laughs> Are you? Men included, okay. uncles, cousins, brothers. We do a kiss on the cheek. The kiss on the mouth. I I don't know how to explain that to people. I don't know how. Like you kiss your mom on the mouth. Ma- yeah, it's fucking weird. I and also the Tom Brady thing that that was a little baby. So I don't know. I think that's yeah, a more kiss, normal you kiss thing. Your kid. I that's think that's fine. a more normal thing at, to a certain age. But not when you're when the when Tom Brady's son is 28. You think he's going to be? Uh, I think get, at kissing, Tom Brady's bar mitzvah. That's when list. you're done. <laughs> the, the 13 is the cutoff. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, if I was, if she's 23 and she's kissing her dad on the lips. That's because then technically yeah. I'm kissing her dad. It's, yeah. I now that now that we're describing it, it might be a deal breaker. It would it would be fine if they did it as a child, and I would think it was still kind of weird if it was up to like eighteen. Well, well here's the difference: you see a family video, mm-hmm. and your boyfriend is kissing his mom on the lips. Yeah, that's fucking weird. I can't do it. But the family video, but there's like five. Yeah. Would you? But he doesn't do it anymore. Would you? Red flag or deal breaker? He doesn't do it anymore. Um. So you're watching like? No, it's fine. His baby videos. He's fine. He's yeah. Five, but he's eighteen. Eh. Yeah, eighteen. I'm. That's a little I, I weird. I can I have although I have some weird I have some weird childhood shit. I did breastfeed until I was four years old. Is that a lady? You're telling this to a guy who doesn't know where the vagina is. So it's, I don't know if that's a weird. <laughs> Listen to all you girls DMing Jared. Is your vagina um, in your ear? Yeah, or is weird. It, most is... people don't go past like a year. Oh really? Like, yeah, it's a little weird. But it's my mother's. It's I'm saying it's like mostly the parents' fault when there's like that weird. Totally. Do you have a shit. weird connection to your mom now because of that? I fucking hate her. No. Uh, <laughs> Fuck that bitch. <laughs> no, I think I don't know. It's like, but it, she tells everyone that story. So I'm like, it's a little creepy. Like, you're, it's weird you, that if she you takes... can walk and you're. It's just like a. If you can talk and you're. If you can ask for it, you're not supposed to be breastfeeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can do it, drink it in a martini glass. I think <laughs> yeah, it's over. Exactly. Uh, it's weird that your mom like brags about it. Yeah, she's well. She has like eight kids, so she loves pretending to be this like Mother Earth character. Uh, <laughs> you met her. She's nuts. <laughs> I enjoyed her fully. I was a very big fan of your mom. Yeah, she's something. Anyway, um, we'll be back next week. Please email us any questions you have um, or games. We love them. Please. You, those are really funny. Um, you up at Betches.com. That's U-U-P at Betches.com. This is an interactive podcast. It only happens because of you. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for telling a coworker. And thanks for putting it on your Instagram stories. Keep doing that. Rate, review, subscribe. And we'll see you next episode. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.